Afternoon. Welcome to the ID84 show. This is episode one. Broadcasting live from the ID84 studios here in Washington, D.C., Columbia, the number one place in the country for presidential stuff and elections and whatnot and all that good stuff. It is episode one. It is the 15th of November 2016. We are officially halfway through. Our uh, month of November here. We have 40 days, 40 shopping days. There's a 40 shopping days. I think it's 39 shopping days, 40 days till Christmas. Uh, so uh, you better go out there and get your gifts already. Who's ready for Christmas? Because I certainly am not ready for Christmas. We haven't even had Thanksgiving yet. And I love a little Thanksgiving in my life. I'm not going to lie. Uh, that was uh, <clears throat> a little song brightness. And you can't hear these songs that get brought in quite yet. We haven't figured out how to do it on a live stream yet. From the computer when we're doing the podcast, but that was a the foundations, baby. Now that I found you, oh, fucking great song that is, huh? What a toe tapper. But if you're watching me live here on Facebook, this is actually live. I'm actually recording the podcast right now, um, so you get the live view. So anything that goes wrong, you get to see right here. Here, live. I'm eating. This is what I'm eating right now. Okay, look at this. This is chocolate covered bacon. Okay, this is I, I baked bacon, right? And then what I did. Was I got uh, melted Hershey's chocolate and uh, laid it right over it, threw it in the refrigerator for a little while, and uh, absolutely delicious. It's sweet, mm. it's salty, it's like sex in the mouth. I'm telling you, it could be the most tastefulest treat I've ever had in my life. I will give you the recipe if you do want to know how to make such a delightful, delightful treat here. So. Don't mind, don't mind me munching on this podcast. I'm, I like to do things very professional, if you know what I mean. But uh, I hope everyone's doing all right today. You're watching this on my uh, comedy Facebook page right now. And, uh, well, this is not the fan page for the ID84 show. The ID84 show. Just type in D T H E, the ID84 show. And boom, you're going to find the page so you can like it. So once we get to a certain amount of people, um, we're going to start actually broadcasting the shows there. But I figured I'm a publicity whore, and I'm going to try to get as many people to uh, watch it on uh, the live stream, if you will. So, yeah. Um, I don't know where to start 
um, maybe a brief history of my radio. I hate the way I look on live streams. Do I look like shit out there, anyone? Um, I feel like I'm pale. I feel like the lighting's terrible in this room. Um, I have a tan. It's not a real tan. It's a... Uh, I've been using these wipes. Has anyone ever used these things? And what you do is you 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 wipe your you wipe your entire oh I don't know what the hell that was. So basically, you um I'm trying to do two. It's this podcasters. So where was I? Basically, I was saying I got these wipes. I bought these wipes. And with these wipes is what you do is you uh, you wipe your whole body down with them, and then like in two hours the tan starts appearing, right? Now you can keep doing it over and over and over and over and over again. Um, you get a darker, darker, darker tan. I don't know what it does. Then it brings in the natural. It's like almost like it's almost like tan in a can, but you only can go through too many shades because then you start looking orange, right? It's like like an Uncle Bumpa Lumpa. So I um, I actually have a nice little tan going on here. I will be in Florida in like two weeks, so I want to get a nice base, you know. So when I'm like sunbathing out there in the beach with the Revere oil and I'm lubing myself up like a Thanksgiving turkey and I have a nice crisp finish, I want to make sure uh, I get like a head start on that stuff right there. But uh, the most part, I do have a tan right now and I look like I have bags under my eyes. I like this camera is not very delightful. It's not very promising uh, to uh, how I'm supposed to be, but so it bees, so it bees. Um... So let's start with something. I'll give you a little history. Let's start with the history. My name's I. I've been broadcasting for over uh, 14 years now. Started in 2002 in WUML. Uh, well, uh, WUML, uh, Mass Lowell in Radio. It was radio, radio, FM radio, 91.5 on the dial. It was a small little station. You could hear us uh, pretty much uh, in Lowell. You could hear us uh, the next town over. You could, uh, that was about it. And uh, it was seemed like every college had the uh, the frequency of 91.5. So as you're driving down 95, you were just picking up colleges along the way. So, And then I went to uh, Wentworth Internet Radio, where I did plenty of shows, like Late Night 584 Show, Wire After Dark, and uh, the Audi and Bo Show. And then I uh, went and teamed up with my, uh, my heterosexual life partner, Eric Danger Powers. And we do the Audi and Eric Radio Show, which is coming back live. 105 episodes in 10 years. Talk about not doing a lot of work. Uh, we are coming back live at some point in January, so that's going to be very interesting for all you people out there. And then uh, here we are. This is the uh, sub-project, the ID84 show. All the shows are going to intertwine. Intertwine, if you will. You know what I mean? Um, that is a big, giant Tom Brady behind me. Um, what a game that was on Sunday night, huh, guys? Jesus. I, um... Oh, actually, hold on. I think... Is it a prank call? I don't know if that's them. I've been getting this call from the IRS. I think we did this before live on the on the show. And the IRS keeps calling me, saying that I'm uh, being investigated for some kind of like scam or something like that. And uh, I think I did a live stream when I was doing the Quickies of Adi. The Quickies of Adi is like five minute videos, but these are going to be, you know, the full, full cajones, if you will. The whole episode, the whole show, the whole, you know, magic in your pants without a dance. Look at me go. Adam Stance. Um, yeah, basically, these, uh, these numbers have been calling me, telling me the scam. Now they, they keep, what they do is they find out what area code you are. So I'm like in the D.C. area, so they keep calling me for D.C. number. Ridiculous. So, I don't recognize that number. If they call back, though, I'll put them on the air. And now we can talk to them. We have a little fun of them. Because I don't care if I get in trouble for recording them. 
I don't give a shit. I'm a gangster. So, yeah. So that's it. That's the history of the show. Um, no, it's like a half hour long. So, if you're bored driving to work or something. And you want to listen to a radio show, podcast, or whatnot. I'm your man for you. Then you can go over and listen to the Honey and radio show. After you're done. Oh. Uh, what about that election we're having there, huh, people? Or we just had, I should say. Jesus Christ. I was going to try to get the show up and running last week so I can have a live election show. Uh, but fortunately, I procrastinated and couldn't get the stuff together yet. But this is one hell of a fucking election, huh? i never seen so many angry people as a result of a loser, right? You know what I mean? I don't get it. Everyone has their reasons why they don't want one person or another to be elected, but come on. And people are getting, like, violent, like, angry. Like, it was, like, high school down the street from where I live right now. And, like, they had a walkout yesterday to protest. The presidential election. These are, like, high school kids. They, even, they can't even vote. You know what I mean? I think part of it's, like, a lot of people are upset because they don't like this guy or whatever. Like, whatever. No one says you have to like him. But, I don't know, a lot of, players, a lot of people are butthurt because they're, like, so, like, Yay, we're going to be, I'm going to elect the first woman president. Yeah, all that good stuff, you know. But it happens, we're going to They didn't. It'll happen again. Another woman will run sometime. Who knows when. Hmm. Maybe a better woman president. It kind of sucks when you think about it. They're a country of like, what, half a billion people, give or take. And the two best people we can choose from. Or another Clinton, you know, a crazy millionaire. Doesn't really say much for this country. But, and then the crazy millionaire one. I was who the hell seen that going? I certainly didn't. And people are pissed. There are two cities in this planet, or in this country, particularly, which are very, 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 very butthurt about this whole thing. It is the city of Cambridge, Massachusetts, I bet, is so butthurt about this election. It's liberal Cambridge that they had probably, it's been a week now, and they're probably still crying over their results. And then there's a city in Arlington, Virginia. Oh, the city is Arlington. It's in Virginia. And they're as liberal and crazy as Cambridge is. And uh, I know for a fact that's where I work in Arlington. They're uh, crying. Crying, crying. Hey, fill in the Potomac with extra water. I can tell you that much. And was that? That was really last week. Yeah, so that was a week ago. So we had one week now of a president-elect. Um, I don't know. It's changed so far, right? Except crazy people protesting down the street and all that stuff. I don't know what's wrong, people. But we'll get there, folks. America, we are strong, and we will fight through this, and everything is going to be just dandy-dandy. Give me a handy, right? That's right, kids. Practice your freedom to vote because that's the right thing to do. Those who don't vote, yeah, you know, I filled in my absentee vote. I voted for the state of for the state, well, not for the state of Massachusetts. Representing, can I say representing the state? My vote went towards the state of Massachusetts. I should say that, which is a uh, oh come on, I voted for Trump, which is a wasted vote anyways in the fine state of uh, Massachusetts because for the most part everyone votes Democrat no matter what. You know what I mean? It's because the population of Massachusetts is so concentrated in the 128 belt, right? And all those people 
blow hard, mostly liberals, right? And in the rest of the state, it's like you throw pepper. It's peppered people everywhere in the state of Massachusetts. Then you get to Worcester, and it's like dangerous, danger. And then you go and pepper some more. And then all of a sudden you get to Springfield, and it's even more dangerous. And that's where all the people vote. That's where all the votes come from. And the people in the suburbs are like, ah, I don't really got to vote. It's a waste to vote. So it's too bad when you live in a state which doesn't count. It always goes one way, you know? But, you know, that is the way the cookie crumbles, if you will, out there. All right, so I wanted to do a few things in this episode. I wanted to do some uh, Florida crime news. Um, and maybe, uh, let's see. I want to tell a story. So every episode I want to tell a story about my uh, my provocative past, if you will. And they may be sexual. They may be funny. They may be tragic, uh, which most stories I will tell are probably in the more the tragic side, more or less. I am like a tragic character in a Shakespearean play. Oh, you know what I mean. Oh. Um, and uh, all that stuff. So, all right, let's do a Florida crime news here. So, I like, I, I, you, you guys are familiar with this bit from the Idea and Eric radio show. It's uh, called Florida Crime News. This was a uh, originally started by the fine and sexy bald J.R. Huffman from the Adele Entertainment radio show when we used to do that show together back in the day. And it used to start off as a, uh, crazy crime news, but then we just realized all the crime is coming from Florida, so we just nicknamed it Florida Crime News. It was nice and easy that way. But, uh, alright, here we go. Let's do, uh, let's do this one right here. This one's interesting. This one's from, uh, this one's from July, so it's a little dated. If you might have heard this one before, um, it's from Huffington, Huffington Post. <laughs> uh, three Walmart employees charged with manslaughter and shoplifters' death. Three employees of a Florida Walmart have been charged with manslaughter over the death of a shoplifter who attempted to steal a shopping cart of DVDs, please say. DVDs. Who the hell is stealing DVDs these days? It's ridiculous. Well, I guess they probably steal it because there's no physical... Oh. He gets a lot of compliments. What's that noise? Oh. Also, once in a while, a thing comes up here. Uh, please say that the trio chased after Kenneth Egger... Wisham, 64, when he tried to steal DVDs valued at $380.74 early on February 7th. Wisham fell during the pursuit and the employees tried to detain him, the statement said. Wisham stopped breathing as the workers restrained him, police alleged. Authorities said that the employees began life-saving procedures and called for an ambulance. Authorities determined that after the investigation, Wisham died in a mechanical aspiration due to restraint. The autopsy found the 15 broken ribs uh, sustained during the incident. Nunez called the victim saying, let me up and I can't breathe according to the arrest report. Now, it's not that your life is that bad anyways. And you're, you're working at Walmart. And it's a job, so you really can't say anything. You're working, you're working, right? But you are getting paid minimum wage, right? And now you are running after a guy stealing crappy DVDs, such as, as Tom Gully says, and DVDs of Die Hard, The Muppets, The Take Manhattan, and Rocky Five. Yes, the truth. I don't know about Rocky Five. Uh. <laughs> he's also making a comment right now. You can you only can see this if you're watching the uh, live cast. But uh, he goes, "Those greeters are some badass." People to break 15 ribs. Well, you gotta figure one of the guys is pretty damn big here. He like pretty much looks like he just pretty much took the guy down. 
probably landed on him. Probably did some damage to him. He doesn't look like he, I can't imagine. Like I remember when I used to work retail back in the day. Uh, they used to tell us not to chase people out of the uh, store because it wasn't worth it. Um, and they actually, you could get in trouble if anything happened outside the store, or even if you attacked the person, or touched the person, or did anything like that. So I remember one time I was working. I used to work at this place called the, I can call it. I say it now because I've been working there in two years. The Finish Line. I worked at the Finish Line for about uh, I don't know, fifteen years ever since I was in high school. And uh, I remember this guy was telling a story once. He worked at another store. He said this guy came in, and he like walked in, and like the deposit or something was sitting on the register on the, the cash wrap. He like grabbed it, took it, grabbed a bunch of shoes, and then took off running. So now one of the managers at the time jumped over the counter, chased this guy through the mall, right? And then jumped on him. And then, then the guy who stole it got up and beat the shit out of the, the manager with the deposit bag. It was full of coins and stuff like this. And just stopped whacking over it. This is like in the middle of like, in the morning in the mall. I think they were just about to do the deposit or something like that. Well, it's stupid if I have the deposit on the cash rate. But anyways, but, you know, whatever. The guy who was the manager was so beat the shit, he had like a broken nose, a black eye, and stuff like this. And the guy took the money and took off. So basically, there was nothing anyone could have done about this. You know, the guy still lost, and he got hurt. And he almost got fired for chasing the guy out of the store, too. So I guess, in a nutshell, if you work retail or you work any store for that matter, it doesn't matter what they stole or how much they stole. You just let them steal it. Because if you let them steal it, it's so much freaking easier that way, right? You don't have to worry about getting hurt. You don't have to worry about losing your job. And trust me, these three people from Walmart getting paid minimum wage now going to jail for five years. I think I said five years, right? Because they broke a guy's ribs for stealing DVDs. Now, these people are like 35, 23, and 58, okay? And it's bad enough. It was only a, a value of $380 of DVDs. Now, this day and age, your DVD... Now, back in the day... $340 in DVDs is probably how many DVDs real quick? They were going below 20 bucks a pop. Let's do some quick math here. Maybe 150 DVDs, right? Back in the day, right? Uh, now, for the going rate of DVDs these days, right? You're looking at probably like 380 DVDs this guy was stealing, okay? DVDs are nothing. If you go to Stop and Shop, they have like a bun of like DVDs. And they're not like the crappy ones they used to be back in the day. Remember the back in the day you had you know, like shitty DVDs and stuff like this? And just piled up. And you're like, oh, I don't, I don't want that one. No, but these are like legit like DVDs. This is like Goodfellas sitting there, you know, for like a dollar, right? You're doing them a favor getting this stuff out of your inventory, right? I mean, you don't want to count that shit when Regis comes in and starts doing inventory, do you? I don't want to do that. Fuck that. That's fucking ridiculous. Let them steal it. Don't chase them. Don't try to be a hero. What was that song? Billy, don't be a hero. You know that one, right? Come on, Tom. You might already know that one, right? He's an old. He's a man of the old of the older uh, of the older experience. Um, yeah. So that's the Florida crime news uh, of the uh, day for you right there, um, or the week because it's a weekly show, the ID eighty four show, making people dance since uh, nineteen ninety four. Watch my side DJing. Which, by the way, I am up in Massachusetts. $300 with the DDs, why not steal some A-Tracks? Absolutely. A-Tracks. Cumbersome, if you will. Right? You ever use an A-Track player? When I used to work at the old radio station, we used to have the decks, the A-Tracks, because we used to record all our uh, you know, PSAs and commercials because you never have to, re to rewind them, and you just plop them in there, and once it was done, it just reset, so it was nice and easy, right? 
And they were like the size of like a VCR tape, like a cassette, right? For the most part, a little smaller. And when you put them in there, in, 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 well, like halfway through like the third song, you would get this like, cots, yeah, the cots guy. The cots were basically like mini A-tracks. They were like single A-tracks. They are like one tracks, if you know what I mean. Um, but like the A-tracks, you'd be listening to like the Bee Gees, and like you'd be in the middle of, more than failing. And whatever that like loud crunching noise. That basically would be the sound of the, the little arm inside the track going back so the thing would start rewinding itself again. It's amazing. I uh, actually, uh, when I was a kid, my father had a van, a creepy red van. And oh, actually, no, it was the silver van he had. He had a silver van. And it was like metallic and stuff like that. No windows and everything. Similar to the van I drive right now, but except for silver. It had an 8-track player in that thing. And I, and I think he had like two 8-tracks. He had like the Bee Gees and he had like, like um, Clearwater Revival. Basically, right? Some credence. Gonna play some credence, right? That was about it. It was the stupidest thing ever. Then cassettes came out, right? Remember cassettes? I have a box somewhere of cassettes. I probably have hundreds of cassettes. Hundreds. Michael Jackson, you know, Billy Joe, Springsteen, Ace of Bass, you know, the really good ones. Um, in Vogue. I know for a fact I have an in Vogue one. Um, and uh, basically, they're just sitting there, you know. And I don't even have a cassette player anymore. I used to have a nice Sony Walkman. Remember those things? And that was stolen from me when I was like ninth grade. And uh, yeah, that's the story that tells, right? Uh, well, how do I got into A tracks and all that stuff? But uh, um, yeah. Anywho, what was I doing next? I was gonna talk about. Uh, oh, I know what I was gonna talk about. My new obsession. Oh yeah, I've been obsessed with this. I, can't, I have this problem. I'm just like really, really bad ADD where I'll start like. Basically, I find things I like, and then I um, pretty much obsessed about it. I just like I'll spend tons of money. Like for example, I was gardening over the summer, so I built a nice little garden out there, and then I spent like a hundred dollars worth in garden stuff. I bought like seeds, dirt, irrigation, my everything, and I was growing like cucumbers and carrots and pumpkins and all that stuff. And then I come home from Massachusetts one day, and little Tommy Brady. Now, if you don't know, I have a little doggy. Uh, two doggies, actually, Nola Breezy and Tommy Brady. And Tommy Brady is, uh, he's a little rebunctious, you know? Uh, little Nola is uh, very uh, schizophrenic, if you will. Tommy is more of a uh, doofus, if you will. He's a sweet little dog, but he's a doofus. Like, he just walks around. He has no idea what he's doing. He dug the shit out of my cucumbers and garden. I came home, it was gone. My whole garden destroyed. Absolutely destroyed. My hard work over the summer with the cucumbers and all that stuff, absolutely gone. It was a pile of dirt. My girlfriend looks at me and she's like, I'm sorry. Is that like I went out there and all of a sudden, you're... you're Agriculture is gone. I was crop. I was growing crops. I was growing crops just in case something bad happened after this election. I wanted to have cucumbers and pumpkins and carrots and arugula. I mean, you can't live without arugula, right? I don't know. I love arugula. A little arugula in your life never spoiled anything, did it? I see J.R. Monaco just joined. J.R. Monaco, an old friend from back in the day. Me and Joe have been knowing each other since we were four years old in kindergarten. And uh, he stole my girlfriend in kindergarten. Well, it wasn't really my girlfriend. I had a crush on this girl, Jen. And uh, Joe was Rico Suave. And rolled in and did what he had to do. You know, gave it the old Monaco charm, if you will. But, yeah, heads up to J.R. Monaco. But, uh, yeah, so last summer I had this obsession with gardening, right? So then I then I picked up a hobby because I was dirt home during the day. And uh, I was working at night. So I started doing bottle cap art, Okay. So I started making like designs out of bottle caps. I, started, I, have, I have probably thousands of bottle caps I've saved over the years since I'm working at the bar. 
and I was doing bottle cap art. So I was building these things. So I made like a mosaic of like the sickle sign. But apparently I, the adhesive I use for it, I use rubber cement and I put it on wood. And every day when the humidity got higher, a bottle cap would just drop like the 4th of July. And when I finally just took it down the other day, there was like seven bottle caps left in the entire thing. That was about it. Um, so maybe I should use a different adhesive. Maybe. I don't know. So my new obsession now is tiny houses. Okay. Hold up, I know what you're saying. Adi, you're a tiny guy. It would just be a regular house for you. Thank you. I know. I know there's one thing I can't do is my height. I can't fix stats. I can't get a height increasement. But I can do tell you this one thing. A tiny house would be quite quaint and quite cozy. Okay? Now, I figure someday, if I'm ever alone, and I, you know, 10, 15 years from now, right? It could be 10, 15 minutes from now. Who the hell knows? But I would take this tiny house, right? I would build it, and I would put in a piece of land somewhere, right? Or I could put it in the city. I could, you know, pay someone to use their driveway. Who knows? But my house would have a nice loft bed up top with a little radio station office up there, and then I'll have a nice little roof deck on top of that. And it would be at standard 13 and a half feet high, so I could bring it on the road, and 8 feet wide, so I can, you know, bring it on the road. And then when I get sick of the location, I will just move my tiny house, right? And then... I, I, I've so been designing this stuff, right? So I've been designing like a crates for the dogs that turn into like bars and tables and stuff like this and like sofa beds with storage underneath it and then like, you know, you know, bathroom, the whole bathroom's the giant shower and stuff like this. I was getting very excited. I have a lot of sketches. So I will share them with you someday once I figure out the exact model I want, you know. But the standard one's like 18 feet long, 8 feet wide, 13 and a half feet high with two lofts, with a little catwalk and stuff like this. A little ladder comes down. Oh my God, I was just, I've been, it's my, my, my job at work, it's very, very slow for the first, first like four hours, so all I do is sit there, and I just come up with these crazy in, inventions in my mind, and I figure if I ever wanted to just tour the country, I'd just get a pickup truck and just bring my tiny house everywhere I want to go. It'd be, be delightful. It'd be awesome, right? So, I've been watching tiny house shows. Like, I, they're on all the time, but then I've been looking at them on demand, and I was going on Netflix and looking at them, and I'm looking at stuff on YouTube, and I'm sketching, I'm drawing. I was up this morning just drawing tiny houses, you know? I know what you're saying, Adi. You're a small guy. They're probably just regular size houses. But I'm obsessed with the tiny house. Tiny house. Great. I mean, I could probably figure out. So what I would do is because I have so much shit. If you do know me, you know I accumulate everything. I have sports collectors up there. But Kazua. I have like Tom Brady's used underwear from his freshman year of high school. I have stupid shit like that, right? So what I would do is when I got my tiny house, I would build like one of those big ass sheds. Like those, those big like parking lot sheds. I had to drop my bacon. Um, and uh, set up one of those parking shot sheds, you know, those big ass ones, and basically, uh, you know, put that in the backyard and store my shit. And then when I go need it, I can go get it, right? A tiny house for, for us is a place for this shit. It's true. But I would make it nice. I would make it, like, very, very, like, awesome, you know? Tiny house was my nickname in high school. That's what the ladies say. But, um, so I've been obsessed with tiny houses, and, uh, I'm a tiny house type of guy, if you will. So, that is my new thing I've been doing, um, just watching, uh, tiny houses, shows and all that stuff. So, yeah, that's, uh, it's been a great invention, big, great, uh, story so far. So, I don't know, who the hell knows. Anyways, as I'm drinking a beer, it's 1.30 in the afternoon, it's okay to drink a beer, right? I, um. You know, relax today. I went to the gym. You know, like I usually I go to the gym every other day now. Um, and I, you know, look at this. You know, pumping iron. 
pumping iron, doing those inclined presses, you know, trying to get myself into beach shape, you know, trying to lose the beer gut, right, trying to make myself sexy again, that's why I'm working on the tan, you know, get a nice do, you know, you know, you know how it is, you know how it is, pimping ain't easy, you know, but you gotta, you gotta, you gotta get yourself in shape, I feel good, I just had a protein drink before I went on the air, and, uh, you know, and I'm, I'm going to look killer in my Speedo when I'm in Florida in two weeks. I'm going to glaze myself up with, like, like with like motor oil so I have a nice glimmer to me. I'm going to look like a base turkey. That's what's going to happen. But, anyways, that's the story, and I'm sticking to it. But, uh, so we're going to take a little break real quick, and I'm going to come back, and we're going to do the last half of the show. So stay tuned. Live stream's going to keep on going, so stick around. If you're looking at it and you're clocking in right now, I'll be back in, like, two minutes. And then um, we'll conclude the last part of the ID84 show, episode one, with the ID84 story. How's that sound, guys? Beautiful? Beautiful. Stick around, and I'll be right back after these messages from your local sponsors. Watch us Okay, everybody. Thank you for waiting. Uh, we're back from the uh, little break here of the ID, uh, the ID84 show. So I'm not going to lie to you. The reason I had to take a break, I actually spilled my beer all over the fucking carpet that I was drinking. So I had to uh, quickly clean that up. Good thing is I have dogs. So I have lots of dog uh, shampoo stuff to get stains out of the carpet. So I just uh, cleaned up the bear I spilled. So you don't tell anyone. So that's why I took a break real quick. Otherwise, I would just plow right through the rest of the show. And uh, we would have called it a day. I see uh, Eric Powers started joining us here. So we got uh, another friend, old co-host, the current co-host of the ID Eric Radio Show. He's checking in on the ID84 show, episode one here, on this very fine Fine, fine. November. Halfway through the month of November, everyone. Yes. Um, anywho. So we can do a self you guys want to hear a story? You guys want to hear a story time with Adi? Now, uh, a lot of these stories, uh, um, a lot of my close friends don't even know. But uh, this one, actually, I uh, started thinking about the other day. I was uh, basically, um, you know, like Facebook basically does the thing where it's like, um, this is what happened, like the flashbacks, right? Like time travel, whatever the hell they call it. And like, oh, we did this, uh, you know, you did this five years ago, whatever like that. Um, so I'm on Facebook the other day. This is like this is like two weeks ago. And it's a flashback to last year when I was in Florida. Um, holy crap. That was a trip of a lifetime. Um to Florida at that time. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie. Um it was for a wedding. It was with an ex and it was probably the craziest time of my life. Um meaning that I am lucky I made it out alive from this trip and I am lucky I didn't kill anyone and I'm lucky that the state of Florida still lets me to go. Now Lena's to say the relationship ended um, soon after this uh, situation went down. But uh, I think enough time was passed so I can tell this story because it's really been bothering me because it's been really, it's one of those really, really shitty stories. So, long story short, because I'm going to do these do shows in about an hour. I was going to do a half hour, but you guys are just so great. I love you all. You guys are just making me happy, making me smile, you know, putting a little boogie in my pants. Appreciate it. Appreciate it, appreciate it, appreciate it. Uh, let's see. I'm just trying to share some stuff here for you, for everyone out there to listen. 
if you want to watch the show live right now, we're broadcasting live here on the on the Packy, on the ID and Eric Radio Show, on my Facebook page, everywhere. And then you'll be able to listen to this uh, podcast in its full hilarity, as I like to say, it's a new word, hilarity, um, on uh, AE, uh, no, on AE Radio Show. It'd be on thepacky.com, and it would be on iTunes in the Packy Radio Network. So, um, yeah. So uh, let's let's bring you guys back here. It was uh, it was uh, October of uh, 2015. Um, I was invited as a guest to a wedding down in uh, Southern Florida in Tampa area, right? So it's with the next it's her friend. So I'm like, all right, I'll go. She worked for the airlines, so I got to fly to Florida for free. So I took a few extra days. Um, and the ID84 World Ride Radio Network. Fucking likes this. Thank you, Tom. Would you like to join us, Tom? Yeah, I'll be more than happy to uh, bring you on board. It would be a, a doozy of a time. So she tells me the catches. I can go down to Florida. She's going to pay for my flight. It's going to be free and all that stuff. The buddy pass, whatever like that. Um, but I'm going to have to help her mom do the flower arrangements uh, for the wedding. Now... I guess her mother runs a flower shop. So the girl who was having the wedding asked the ex to be in the wedding and then asked if her mama could do the flowers. So, I mean, flowers are a little bit of a production, but they had to figure out how to make a base camp down in Florida near the wedding place, and then we had to transport the flowers to their venue, which was like a mile down the road. And there were these like awkward, like I remember this whole deal, like a month, two, like months leading to this. It was just about what the flower was going to look like. It was just a pain in the balls. I'm like, why would anyone want to get themselves involved in a situation like this, right? Meanwhile, the actual, you know, I was thinking the same thing to myself. Why would I want to get involved in a situation like this, you know, after the fact, of course, right? Of course, right, Eric? Eric always tells me this stuff afterwards. He's like, you know, oh, she's a little crazy. Anyways, so I flew down a couple days early, went to Florida, uh, see my grandmother who lives in Fort Myers, and I... Uh, I was supposed to, this is, where I, this is where I first fucked up, I was supposed to rent a car that was able to transport the flowers somehow, right? So I thought of it a couple ways. I was like, hmm. And then they just grabbed it. I go, there's really no car I could get that really could transport these flowers unless it was like a minivan, right? So I kind of played the stupid act and said I couldn't get one. And I got a Mustang convertible instead. Because <laughs> so I was kind of cotton around four miles and figured out like, my convertible and stuff like this. So then I had to drive to Tampa. Which was like two hours. So I drove to Tampa for my convertible. And I pull into the parking lot. And I'm like bumping like Tupac. Got my Red Sox hat on backwards. Get a nice tan from the drive and shit like that. And I pull up and she's outside. And she sees the look on, the look on her face. was priceless. As I was saying, you fucking asshole. I told you to rent a car that you needed to help me transport these flowers. But um, you rented a Mustang convertible with no room for storage whatsoever. So I kind of looked at it, I go, oh, yeah. But I this, see, this was after the fact that I had found out that the hotel said we could use the van to transport stuff over. So not a big deal. So, you know, me at weddings, I like to have a good time. You can't spell potty without potty, right? So I basically, I go to the, um, the night before was a wedding rehearsal and stuff. And they were making flowers all day. They're putting these productions together. They literally took over a hotel room, like a big suite, and they're just making these flower productions. So... I'm in there for about 15 minutes, and I knock something over, and I'm asked to leave politely. So, now, again, mind, this is the end of the relationship. This is, like, me just trying to, like, get one, you know, get, I mean, I went to Florida. So, so a week in Florida for nothing, right? 
which didn't end up costing me nothing because I ended up having to buy a hotel room after the fact because the hotel room we were supposed to stay into became the flower room. So I had to go get a friggin' hotel room so I could sleep in so I wasn't in flowers, essentially, right? In flower, went on my bacon device, put some flour on me and call me a cupcake. But anyways, what the fuck is wrong with me? So anyways, so they make the flowers. They're up all night making these things or anything. So I'm in my hotel room. I'm enjoying myself. I got myself a couple 40s, and I was drinking down, walking down the street of Tampa, you know, having a good old time, right? Um, shit, and have a shit-ass grin on my face. So there comes the day. They're still not down with the flowers. Now the, the exes, she's in the wedding, so they take a picture. Oh, hell's broken loose. They're sending me to do stuff. I have no idea what I'm doing. They're trying to help me to do flowers. I have no idea what I'm doing. So I've been told I have to transport these flowers to the lobby, and there's like 90 of them. There's like 9, 10, 12 vases, and it's all fucking bizarre-looking shape, and they have like these giant feathers in it, and they weigh like fucking 25 pounds a piece, and i got to line them up in the lobby, and i got to put them on a cot, and then we got to take them over. And it's basically just me doing all this shit. I'm like, how did I sign up for this bullshit job? And and you know me, I just want to get bombed all day when I'm going to a wedding, right? I just want to start drinking when I got up, but I couldn't because I had to put the shit together and bring it over, right? So now it's like, it's Florida, it's October, it's like a fucking hundred degrees outside, right? I'm sweating my balls off, trying to put these flower arrangements together and stuff. We're not getting in time, there's no way in hell this is going to be fucking finished in time, right? No way in hell. So we finally get the shit over there, we break like two vases. Good thing they had some backups, but shit was just breaking everywhere. Then a gust of wind came in and almost took off half the fucking tent. It was right on the water, too. It was at the uh, Ringling Brothers uh, Museum in uh, Sarasota. It was in Sarasota, I'm sorry, not Tampa. And, uh, yeah, and it was right on the water and all that stuff like this. And it was like a 50s theme. So they didn't have a DJ. They just had some, like, band that played songs from, like, the, the khaki commercial from Gap back in the day. Like, there was no Pitbull, no Jay-Z. You know, there was no house music. I couldn't fist pump. I can't fist pump to big band music, you know. Um, so I was a little disappointed about that. It wasn't open bar, though. So I did have my share of gin and tonics, which may have led to the end of this story once I get there and how it resulted. Because uh, it wasn't anything to write home about. So anyways, this girl that the ex was in the wedding, she was, nah, she was all right. And I guess there was some weirdness between the two of them. Um, you know, one was using, she was, she was like, I don't know. And to get out to get to details, but the friend get married was taking advantage of the ex's privileges to use her flying and it would just book stuff and just fly back and forth and there was a lot of shit going on. And The ex talked a lot of shit about this girl that she was in the wedding for. So I basically said something. I was like, well, why are you talking so much shit about her? Why are you helping her through the fucking flowers? And I just thought her to fuck herself. That's what I always said, you know, in the nicest possible way. Period, of course, you know. Because I'm a nice guy. So, all this shit's going on. The flowers barely get finished. Now, meanwhile, it's about three quarters of a mile from the venue to the hotel. Now, I'm in my, like, I'm in a, like, shorts and a t-shirt. I'm sweating my balls off, setting up these freaking flowers all afternoon, right? So, I need to get back to the hotel, change, right? Um, at the time I had long hair too. I just posted the picture online, uh, today about my long hair and the beard and shit like this. She told me I wasn't allowed to wear gel because these weren't the gel in the hair type of people. Now, mind you, if I did gel, it would be like poly D blow out like nine feet tall of hair on top of me. So I can understand, but my hair was like all over the place. It was terrible. I looked, I looked like absolute, I looked like a homeless person. My fucking suit was wrinkled because I didn't have time to iron it. My shirt was wrinkled. It wasn't exactly a good time, if you will. It was kind of, it was fucked up. You know, I'm just irritated and pissed. 
I'm like shaking because I'm like having like withdrawals from booze, you know, because, you know, that's what I do when I'm in Florida. That's why everyone does in Florida. They drink, you know. So we get back to the hotel. So I, I, so I sprint back to the hotel, right? Now, the thing's going to stop like 15, 20 minutes, right? So I have just enough time to get into the hotel, literally run through the shower like a car wash, right? Put my suit on, run back in 80-degree weather with a black suit in Florida, right? I, I, you know, I, I was contemplating even showing up to the ceremony because at this point, like, the ceremony and everything was in the same spot. So I'm thinking to myself, I can just be late for the ceremony, enjoy a few beverages, and then casually get over there. And no one's even going to know I'm not even there. Because as it turned out, I was the last person to show up to the ceremony. So it's one of those awkward things where you're looking for a seat, right? Yeah, yeah. Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. You know, by yourself, you don't know anyone, right? And you're sitting there, I'm on the phone. I'm like, oh, this fucking sucks. I'm going to kill myself. So now I had a slave labor from Florida. All for a free trip to Florida, which was not worth it at all. So anyways, the wedding goes by and all that stuff. Um, we're in the middle of the wedding. And uh, she started yelling at me, like usual. I don't know what I did this time. I don't do anything wrong, right, ladies? Every lady ever dated me would be laughing if I said I never did anything wrong. Apparently, I do stuff wrong, but I don't know. It's bags on my Um, So she starts screaming at me in the middle of the wedding. Uh, the real reception, but like just screaming at me. And I'm just like, I am like appalled at this matter, right? Because I don't know anyone there, first of all. So I'm looking around. Everyone thinks I'm like an animal, right? Some kind of criminal of some sort, right? So I don't know anyone there. I'm getting berated, right? Getting an asshole ripped new, newly, if you will. Um, all I want to do is drink like a sailor at this wedding, and I want to dance to some fucking pit bull, and there's neither of the two available at this time right now, right? So after like, well, she's yelling at me, so I just left. I got up. It was a bold move. I just took off and started walking to the parking lot. I don't know where I was going to end up. I was there probably even for the hotel room, I think. I was just going to go there and finish drinking. And then she starts following me to the hotel room and starts screaming and everything. So I was like, I just had enough. So I'm in the middle of the parking lot. And I'm near the porta potty. I remember this quite specifically. Specifically or specifically? Either one. And I'm like, you are a very terrible person. And you suck. And I, this wedding sucks and I don't want to be here. And I started screaming like a lunatic. Now I look like the fucking crazy person, right? And I... After a quick rant for about an hour, no, it was more like an hour, it was like for like five minutes, I cooled down and I realized, oh my God, like, I can't go back to this place right now because I look like a fucking lunatic. I'm very, my hair, I look very, very recognizable, right? I'm reeking of gin and tonic. Um, I'm just angry. I'm pissed. I just want to go home and stuff like that. So I start walking. Uh, I'm walking here. I start walking back to the hotel and she's yelling at me, throwing, she threw like a pumpkin at me. Um, that was fun. Pumpkin. Uh, it didn't break though. It just like, it would hurt. It was like, it was like the pumpkin was full of like concrete. It was like a concrete pumpkin. Um, so, uh, as I'm running, I'm walking and I trip over a spigot, like the water spigot on the ground and stuff like this. And this is the funniest part of the story because we were told there was no water access to the, um, to the to the place where they were setting up for the ceremony, so we had to I had to go buy gallons of water, um, and bring it over to. So we had I had to buy like thirty gallons of water to fill up all these fucking things, right? So I'm trucking a gallon of water is seven pounds. So I'm trucking water like I'm like a fucking like water brigade trying to put out a fire, right? So I'm like getting pissed on that. This is like before we were setting up and stuff like this, right? 
And I'm like, how can there be no water here? Like, I don't understand. Like, how does there not even like a faucet or something like this? It's like, it's a house right there. You can't run a hose. Like, no one could figure out the whole water situation. Like, I, I, it was the most bizarre fucking thing I ever experienced in my life. Like, you don't have water access? Well, how do you fill the water up for the, the, the chafing dishes? How do you how do you do anything without water, right? How do you, I don't understand what the fuck was going on and how you have no water. But they told me specifically that I needed to buy 30 gallons of fucking water. So I bought distilled water. Ooh, cheaper. 79 cents to your 99 cents, right? So it's now $30 water water. So I'm running out of this fucking place after the wedding, right? I trip over a fucking spigot. The thing fucking kicks on, right? So now I'm on the ground. I had like smashed my ankle, right? Hit the ground. It's dry flour to dirt. So all of a sudden it's just dust. So now I'm just fucking covered with fucking dust, right? I get up. So I could hear her screaming from the background like a lunatic, but she's like fading away. I think she like turned around and went back to the wet, and I'm like, Jesus Christ. And I'm laying there, and, and as I thought to myself, to compose myself, to get up, right, I could feel like a wetness on my knee, right? You know that feeling like when you like you get your, your pants or something wet, but it takes like a few seconds for it to feel wet, you know what I'm saying? It takes like a couple minutes for you to be like, oh, shit. And as I felt the wetness on my kneecap, Right? I realized that I was laying in a puddle of water. And this puddle of water was a direct result of me tripping over the spigot as I was dotting out of this place. So now I'm drunk. I have dust on parts of my body that are dry. I am saturated on parts of my body that are wet. I am angry. I'm a very, very angry individual. Right? All this stuff's adding up, right? I'm like, I'm just going to get back to the hotel room. I'm going to get back to the hotel room. I'm going to dry off. I'm going to have to spend tomorrow with this crazy person, but we'll be flying home that night, the next night. So this is it. Calling it what it is. Thank you for the free trip to Florida. See you next time, right? So I'm, I'm thinking, I'm going to go back to the room. I'm going to pack. You know, I'll maybe she can get a flight out early. And I'll just, I was driving back to Fort Myers. I already had my ticket, so I was going to fly out that day to, uh, you know, fly home from there, or maybe see my grandma later quick or something else. So I'm like walking through the parking lot. Now this parking lot's like a mile long, right? It's like pretty much in this other parking lot's the hotel. And I'm wet, dirty, tired, air blue. Um, I was hit by a car too, because I'm wearing all black and there's no lights. Um, and then I realized that I had given <laughs> the ex my wallet to hold and her purse, which contained my hotel room key my license, all the cash I had, um, and my debit card and credit card. So I couldn't even go to the hotel and be like, oh, I left my key, here's my ID, because I didn't have one. I couldn't say, well, my credit card's on here, here's my credit card with my name. Couldn't do that. I couldn't do absolutely anything. So I'm like, what the fuck do I do? So I did what any person would do in this situation. I went back to the wedding. <laughs> So I walk back across the pocket line, soaking wet, dirty. Here's a mess. I got dirt in my face. People here think I'm a crazy person as it is, right? And I had to like turtle my way in. So I'm like, you know what? So I sat there. I was like, you know what? I don't give a shit. I'm just going to walk in. I'm going to put my head down. <clears throat> and I'm going to get to where I got to go. And uh, I'm just going to, if she's not there, just go through her purse, take my keys, take my, I had everything like an elastic, I, I, carry, I carry my cash and License and everything, like an elastic band kind of thing, and I just plop it in my pocket. So I'm going to go over there, grab the stuff, grab it immediately, make a 
180 degree turn and make a beeline out. Like, see you later, back to the hotel, catch you on the flip side, right? So, that's what I do. So I walk in there, and it was like, when I walked into the tent, it was almost as if like a racket stopped. I was like, the band just stopped playing, everyone just looked at me. I looked like, I absolutely looked crazy. I looked like I was a fucking crazy person. Like, there was something seriously wrong with me. And she's looking at me from across the room like this, and I'm like, oh, God. And I had to cross the dance floor to get to my table. And I'm just sitting there with my head down. Like, all right, scrap. I had my mission. My mission was to get that thing. So I get to the table. I go through a purse. I grab my little bundle of shit. I get up. I turn around. And I start making my way back. But I'm smart. Before I made my way back, I hit the bar up real quick one last time. Because it was, like I said, an open bar. Grab myself a cocktail to go. And then went down to the, uh, you know, back to the hotel. Went home, showered. And then went out that night. Um, and had myself a gay old time. Not legitimately gay, like a happy time by myself. Um, and then, you know, soon after the uh, arrival back to Boston, um, our relationship came to a near end. Um, in fact, uh, it, it ended at a stand-up night at the uh, show I was running. And um, it, was, uh, it was pretty interesting. When she... Uh, Lost her mind during the stand-up show because I didn't talk to her because I was hosting it, so I really couldn't talk to her. And she, uh, I was, she was bombed. And then I was going to drive her back home up to the hotel she was staying at. And on, we were like a mile away from the hotel, literally like very close. We're on Route One, and we're flying up the highway. She opens the door, in the middle of the highway. I'm in the left lane. Opens the door and tries to jump out of my Civic. I'm like, whoa! Whoa, 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 whoa. So I, I somehow grab her, pull her in, right? Means to get my car to the, the right lane, right? Slow down enough for her to like jump out at like two miles per hour and just take off running like a, like a dog that just got loose, right? I'm like, what the fuck is going on with this fucking shit right now? So she just takes off and goes flying. So I'm like, where the fuck is she going? So I, I pull over to the side of the road. I want to leave her there. Off of it, something happens. I could get in trouble for something. I didn't. Even, I didn't do anything, but you never know. You know, how fucking things go, right? So, I'm uh, I'm sitting there and I'm watching. And she's sitting at the Dunkin' Donuts. So I'm like, okay, sit at the Dunkin' Donuts, whatever. So I come spinning around the highway, come back up, and pick her up. And she's like, take me to my car. Now, meanwhile, we're closer to the hotel is than her car. But I'm like, whatever. We'll drive back to where her car was, at the place we were having the comedy show at the old Margarinas in Rivera, or where I used to work. Yes. So, as I'm rolling into the margarinas, um, she tries to jump out of the car again. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with this chick, right? So she ju- she jumps on the side road and starts running into the parking lot. Now, meanwhile, Eric is getting a, a blowy. My buddy Eric is getting a blowy in the parking lot from his uh, lady friend, right? So Eric sees what's going on and pops his head up, and they make eye contact while he's getting you know fellatio done. And she comes running over to the car and starts banging on the door that Eric's on there. So I'm like, and I, so I'm coming around the corner. I'm looking at this. I'm like, oh shit! So I will try by the two. Like Eric, you can deal with me. A fucking lunatic. So I take off and I head home. So I'm going home. Like 10, 15 minutes late, I get a call from Eric. He's like, you're a fucking asshole. I go, dude, what? 
He's like, I had to take her back to the hotel. She's in the backseat hyperventilating. She's losing her fucking mind. I was in the middle of getting a blowy. Um, all that shit. And you left me with her. And I go, dude, I'm sorry, man. I'm like, I couldn't, I couldn't do it. It's, I'm done. That's it. You know, and I, but he had already known about the Florida incident prior to that. Um, so yeah, so, so not always, so basically the moral of the story is don't date crazy people. That's first of all, cause that's just the rest of people, destruction. If you do, you could die or be embarrassed in a wedding for a full bunch of strangers that you met before. Um, but you could get a free trip to Florida out of the deal. It was like that movie, Dave and Mike need wedding dates and they get a free trip to like, uh, Hawaii or whatever like that. Right. Same idea. Um, except this is like this crazy chick needs a date to the wedding and, uh, I'm just going to go and, you know, have a good time. What's this right here? The great Tampa freebie trip relationship and then flower transition. <laughs> you summed it all up in multiple words there, Tom. In a hundred words, you summed up my uh, adventure to uh, Florida. This, is like, this could be a chapter in my book just by itself, you know. Um, yeah, uh, I've never spoken to any of these people for this wedding before. Again, um... I haven't even spoken to that crazy ex in like probably I think close to about a year, um, which has been about a year now since it happened, a little more than a year. So about this time was last time last year, um, and uh, I would be very hesitant next time I get invited to go to a destination wedding somewhere where I'm going to be involved in making flower arrangements and hanging out with this girl's mom and and, and doing manual labor as a wedding guest, right? You. Uh, just have a good time, you know, no manual labor, I wasn't even in the wedding, I could see if I was in the wedding, I wasn't even a bridesmaid, you know, but, and I couldn't even try to get off the bridesmaids, because the crazy people ruin blowjobs, is the moral I got it, basically, yes, so if you get in a blowjob, a crazy person may ruin it for you, and cause you to have to go home early, so, I apologize to Eric multiple times, I said I wished it was something I could do, I, I wish I could I was going to say, I wish I could blow you and make it up for you, but that's just really, really bad. And I'm, I'm not going to blow Eric again. We did that last time. And it was just, we slept together maybe before he, right, Eric? If he's listening still. Um, it's a true fact that me and Eric have slept with each other multiple times. I like to tell people we slept in the, in the, in the nude. And he uh, begs to differ, if you know what I mean. But anyways, so... I guess that concludes episode one, but basically of the uh, Audi 84 show. Hope you guys enjoyed it. I like this whole live stream ability for me to actually do the show for you guys live, and then you guys can go and listen to it. I'll edit it up on the uh, on the old podcast thing there. So um, it's gonna be great. We're gonna have shows. I want to try to do one a week. 52 shows a year. You're gonna be listening to your car driving to work, picking up the kids from school. Maybe picking them. Maybe after you drop them off from school, especially with the blowjobs. You don't want. You don't want to hear that. The kids don't want to hear that stuff. Although, if they're in their like high school kids, they may want to know it because they like Tom said. The moral of the story is um, crazy people ruin blowjobs. So there you are. Um, and other news: I will be up in Boston uh, this fall. This coming weekend, uh, November. Uh, I think it's like the 18th to the 20th. Um, I'll be uh, DJing Friday night at a private party for a, the uh, the Rivera Everett Hockey Youth Hockey Exchange Program, which once a year they bring in the Canadians down, they play in Rivera, and then they go up and march to Canada, and they go play up there. And all the all the ages and stuff. I do the DJing and play music. It's a great great thing. It's a good time. It's fun. 
Um, so I'm driving up to Boston to do that for the weekend and then going to the ice skating rink uh, Saturday morning. But I'd be around, people, if you guys want to go hang off the ID84 on Friday night after 9 o'clock Saturday night and uh, on Sunday um, as well. I'm heading back to the area down here uh, in the uh, early stages of, of Monday. So I'll have the puppies too. So if you want to meet a little Tommy Brady or a little Noah Breezy, uh, I am taking them down Revere Beach on uh, Sunday to run around and corrals and to socialize. So that'll be fun. Then I'm back to D.C. for a couple of days. Then I'm heading up back to Boston on Wednesday, uh, the day before Thanksgiving. And I'll be up there till uh, Sunday after Thanksgiving. Um, and I will be performing the uh, Boston Celtics Bruins doubleheader on Black Friday where I'll be going to the Bruins game or the Celtics game at 1 and then the Bruins game at 7. Um, it's going to be a day of shenanigans and drinking and eating and doing crazy stuff. So I hope you can make it and meet up with me somewhere. I'm sure if you just look at me on the Instagram, DJID84 on Instagram, um, you know, ID84 on Facebook. You can find me on Twitter, ID84, all that stuff. Just type in ID84, DJID84, you'll find me. Except if you go to ID, a long time ago, if you go to ID84.com, it was an Asian lady. Now it's my comedy website, so... Anyways, I digress. If you need a DJ those two weekends too, let me know. I can DJ for you too. I can make a little extra money while I'm up there and make it worth my while. Maybe make it worth your while too. But uh, thank you guys for listening. Of course, the show is brought to you by thepacky.com, DJ ID84 Entertainment, which is now 84entertainment.com. And uh, all the fine people listening, thank you very much for watching the podcast, the production. It was, it was as fun for me to do it for you as it was for you to do it for me. And that's all I'm going to say right there. And I love you guys. Thank you. And on many episodes, the ID84 show is going to be as erotic as the ID and Eric Radio show is. So enjoy yourself. And remember, crazy people are going float shops and pocket lots. Thank you. Have a good night, guys. Thank you. Woo! The RD84 Show is brought to you by ThePacky.com. The Packy for all your sports, comedy, and drinking needs. www.thepacky.com. And it's also brought to you by DJ ID84 Entertainment. Now, 84 Entertainment. Check out DJ ID84 and 84 Entertainment at 84ENT.com for the best rates for your DJing needs around.